If you're a business looking to reach millions of engaged podcast listeners around the world, start advertising with Acast. Acast is the only place to work with 92,000 exclusive shows, including huge hits like WTF with Mark Marin, Anna Ferris is Unqualified, as well as top publishers including the BBC and The Economist. Acast's self-serve ad platform is easy to use, giving you the power to choose your perfect audience, create and launch your campaign, and track your results, all in one place. Get your message heard and reach customers wherever they're listening. Visit go.acast.com slash advertise to get started today. Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today's Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. And today's poem is by Robert Frost, the great American poet who lived from 1874 to 1963. He is, of course, the only poet to receive four Pulitzer Prizes for poetry and was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal in 1960 for his poetry. He was also the Poet Laureate of Vermont. He's the godfather of American poetry, if you will, and it's worth turning to him every now and then. The poem that I'm going to read today is called The Tuft of Flowers, and it goes like this. I went to turn the grass once after one who mowed it in the dew before the sun. The dew was gone that made its blade so keen before I came to view the leveled scene. I looked for him behind an aisle of trees. I listened for his whetstone on the breeze. But he had gone away, the grass all mown, and I must be as he had been, alone. As all must be, I said within my heart, whether they work together or apart. But as I said it, swift there passed me by on noiseless wing a bewildered butterfly, seeking with memories grown dim or night some resting flower of yesterday's delight. And once I marked his flight go round and round as where some flower lay withering on the ground. And then he flew as far as I could see, and then on tremulous wing came back to me. I thought of questions that have no reply, and would have turned to toss the grass to dry. But he turned first, and led my eye to look at a tall tuft of flowers beside a brook, a leaping tongue of bloom the scythe had spared beside a reedy brook the scythe had bared. The mower and the dew had loved them thus, by leaving them to flourish. Not for us, nor yet to draw one thought of ours to him, but from sheer morning gladness at the brim. The butterfly and I had lit upon, nevertheless, a message from the dawn that made me hear the wakening birds around and hear his long scythe whispering to the ground and feel his spirit kindred to my own, so that henceforth I worked no more alone, but glad with him I worked as with his aid, and weary sought at noon with him the shade, and dreaming, as it were, held brotherly speech with one whose thought I had not hoped to reach. Men work together, I told him from the heart, whether they work together or apart. This poem is included in Mary Oliver's book, Rules for the Dance, a handbook for writing and reading metrical verse. It's uh, included in her portion of the book called Anthology of Metrical Poems. And this is a poem that is a very specific structure and form. It's a series of 20 rhyming couplets, so sets of you know pairs of rhyming lines. 
and that meter and that structure that Frost is sticking to is, uh, as you read it, you're, it's your guiding light. It's, you know, telling you how to read it in a way. Of course, Frost was the one who famously said, quote, For my part, I should be as satisfied to play tennis with the net down as to write verse with no verse form set to stay me. And so I find it interesting and a little bit delightful that the poem, the poet that is considered the great American poet by many and is very popular to this day, is a poet who was dedicated to metrical and formal poetry. And I wonder if for Frost, the, the notion of mowing itself, which he seems to be not so keen on at the beginning of the poem, is representative of, of form. Because, you know, as the poem goes on, he realizes that this person who's gone before him and mowed the field loves nature as much as he does because he spares the flowers. You know, he, he values the beautiful flowers. And yet the field needs to be mown sometimes for, whatever, for various purposes. And the poet seems to have an epiphany at the end and of course, at the end of the poem, the poet seems to be having an epiphany. You know, he says, men work together, I told him, from the heart, whether they work together or apart. And he realizes that the mower feels very much the same way as he does about this place that they're in, this beautiful place that they're living in. And it's interesting that he is a poet who's working in the field while looking at beautiful things. He's, he's creating structure and form. Ostensibly, he is creating these rhyming couplets here with a very specific metrical form. He feels a kinship, a kindred, a kindred spirit with this person who had gone and mowed. And in a way, there's a sort of um, metrical dance in mowing, mowing a field, but preserving the flowers. In mowing down the hay, but allowing the butterfly a place to, to play. Um, and I, and it, I just find that very interesting, that, that that's the, the epiphany that Frost has there. Uh, so one more time. This, uh, this is the Tuft of Flowers, which I think is a good poem for summertime. I went to turn the grass once after one who mowed it in the dew before the sun. The dew was gone that made his blade so keen before I came to view the leveled scene. I looked for him behind an aisle of trees. I listened for his whetstone on the breeze. But he had gone his way, the grass all mown, and I must be as he had been alone. As all must be, I said within my heart, whether they work together or apart. But as I said it, swift there passed me by on noiseless wing a bewildered butterfly, seeking with memories grown dim or night some resting flower of yesterday's delight. And once I marked his flight go round and round as where some flower lay withering on the ground. And then he flew as far as I could see, and then on tremulous wing came back to me. I thought of questions that have no reply, and would have turned to toss the grass to dry. But he turned first, and led my eye to look at a tall tuft of flowers beside a brook, a leaping tongue of bloom the scythe had spared, beside a reedy breek the scythe had bared. The mower and the dew had loved them thus by leaving them to flourish, not for us, nor yet to draw one thought of ours to him, but from sheer morning gladness at the brim. The butterfly and I had lit upon, nevertheless, a message from the dawn that made me hear the wakening birds around and hear his long scythe whispering to the ground and feel a kindred spirit to my own, so that henceforth I worked no more alone, 
but glad with him. I worked as with his aid, and weary, sought at noon with him the shade, and dreaming, as it were, held brotherly speech with one whose thought I had not hoped to reach. Men work together, I told him from the heart, whether they work together or apart. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. If you're a business looking to reach millions of engaged podcast listeners around the world, start advertising with Acast. Acast is the only place to work with 92,000 exclusive shows, including huge hits like WTF with Mark Marin, Anna Ferris is Unqualified, as well as top publishers including the BBC and The Economist. Acast's self-serve ad platform is easy to use, giving you the power to choose your perfect audience, create and launch your campaign, and track your results, all in one place. Get your message heard and reach customers wherever they're listening. Visit go.acast.com advertise to get started today.